0: Peace and peace be unto each of you from God our Father. I do greet each of you in that name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Everything in the earth, even underneath the earth, shall bow just at the very mention of his name. Greetings to each of you. I am Apostle Betty J. Christmas, the overseer and founder of Beyond the Walls International Ministries. And I do greet each of you in the love of Jesus on this glorious day. I'm coming to you with another segment of Prepare to Fly. Prepare to Fly has been established to encourage and to inspire each of you by giving you life's lessons, by walking you through the word of God, to give you armor, to be suited and booted up, Um, to be prepared to fly with the Lord when he returns to get us his church. So on today, I'm going to have a word of prayer, and I'm going to just delve into the word that God has placed in my heart for you. Gracious God, our Father, I do come to you today, God, to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this glorious day that you have created with us in mind, God. I pray, God, that everything we have experienced in this day has been to edify you, God, I ask, God, that the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart would be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I pray that the word will fall on good ground to those who shall hear and that they, they will take heed to your word and follow in the mighty and name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. And thank God. Well, guys, thank you for being um, tuning in today for another segment of prepared to fly. Today's um, lesson is coming out of the book of Jonah, out of the book of Jonah. Jonah um, is a prophet of the Lord and Jonah is just one of those people that we can learn a lot of life's lessons from. There's so many lessons that can be found in the book of Jonah um, from disobedience to being obedient. Um, just, just a whole lot of goodness is in here. But for today's sake, um, I am going to be using as a, a title. Um, you can run, but you can't hide. You can run, but you cannot hide. Amen. So let's just read, um, just peruse through, going to go line by line. Um, precept upon precept, because that's how we learn God's instructions. And this is a 30 minute segment. And so it may go over time. So there may be a part two to this because I don't want to rush it. I really want you to receive um, instructions and to receive every bit of meat that's in this word. Amen. So Jonah chapter one, verse one, and it reads, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of, Amittai set out for the great city of Nineveh and preach against it for their wickedness has come before me. So the Lord gave Jonah a word and he gave him specific instructions to go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because they were so wicked. They were some wicked people and God wanted him to just give them the word of the Lord. Um, But Jonah, verse three, but Jonah made ready to flee to Tarshish. He made up in his mind off the bat that he did not want to go tell those people nothing because they were just hellacious and wicked people. And he wanted to have nothing to do with them. But that wasn't the instruction. The Lord didn't say, go if you want to go. The Lord said, go, because these is my instructions to you. But Jonah made ready to flee to Tarshish away from the Lord to go opposite direction from where the Lord wanted him to go. So what did he do? Verse three, he went down to Joppa, found a ship going to Tarshish. He already had made up in his mind where he was going. He paid the fare and went down in to go with them to Tarshish away from the Lord. Now I'm sure these are some, he'd have met these strangers. He'd have bought a ticket, paid a fare to go to Tarshish away from where God wanted him to go. There is danger and disobedience people of God as we're going to soon find out what happens when you're not obedient to the word of the Lord. When you don't take heed to what God is telling you to do, there is a price to pay. Amen. So verse four, the Lord, however, hurled a great wind upon the sea And the storm was so great that the ship was about to break up. Now, all this hell is breaking loose around them. The ship is going, being tossed to and fro because a storm just came out of nowhere. Because why? Because Jonah, uh, uh, someone who was not supposed to be on this ship, was on that ship. And we'll find that out in the next few verses. Verse five. Then the sailors were afraid and each one cried to his God. The sailors were afraid and each one cried to his God, which lets you know they were not crying to Jonah's God. They were crying to the God that they knew who they had been worshiping all along. They began to just cry out to lighten the ship for themselves. They even threw his cargo into the sea. Because they didn't know what was going to happen. They said, well, it's either going to be the stuff on the boat, just get rid of stuff. They didn't know whether it was, they were um, um, harboring bad stuff or what they were traveling with. So they just began to just throw stuff off. And meanwhile, where was Jonah? Jonah was down below um, into the hold of the ship and he was laying there fast asleep. Nothing was bothering him. Then uh, verse seven, then they said to one another, come, let us cast lots to discover. Hmm. No, I'm sorry. Verse six. Then the captain approached him and said, what are you doing asleep? Get up, call on your God. Perhaps this God would be mindful of us. So we will not perish. So what the captain was essentially saying is we've, prayed and tried everything we knew. We called on the God we knew. So now you are here. You wake up and call on your God and see um, if if you can be mindful. If your God would tell you what's going on so that we will all not perish. Wake up. They said, then they said to one another, come, let us cast lots to discover on whose account this evil has come to us. So they cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. You hear what I'm saying? You can run, but you can't hide. In the meantime, God has given you instructions, but you're going contrary to the word of God, and then you're having everybody else alive uh, around you in jeopardy, which did not have to be had you just done the very thing the Lord wanted you to do. He didn't ask your opinion, He didn't ask you if you wanted to go. God just said, Go, because He is Lord of Lord. He is the Lord God Almighty. You don't get to say, no, Lord, I don't want to go. And if you do, this is your plight. You got everybody else around your life turned upside down because you decided you're not going to do what the Lord wants you to do. Mighty God. How many of us have gone contrary to the word of God and caused our families and our friends life to be torn upside down because we knew the Lord had a call on our life. The Lord had an assignment for us, but we are just hiding out somewhere going contrary to the word of God, not being obedient. Now we wreak havoc over their life. Amen. It has happened. This is the perfect story to listen to, to read when you know you have been disobedient or you're trying to figure out why so much stuff going on around me. I didn't do anything. These people hadn't done anything, but gave somebody a ride. They gave somebody a ride. They gave this man named Jonah a ride. And now all the storms came and they're saying, what are we going to do? So they cast lots they, they wake him up. You got to get up. You got, you got to pray to your God because we prayed to ours and nothing is working. So you got to pray. So now, um, here we go to verse, um, eight. They said to him, tell us what even has come to us. What's your business? Where do you come from? What is your country? And what and to what people do you belong? Now they want to know who who you are. Now we want some information about who you are. You see, it didn't matter in the beginning. We you gave us your money and you got a you asked for a ride, we're giving you a ride. But when all hell is breaking loose, now we want to know who you are. Tell us something else about you because something is not right here. We didn't have all these problems before you came into our life. We didn't have, uh, we had more than enough before you came into our life. What is it that you're bringing to our, that's bringing us this destruction? Right. And so Jonah rightfully, so he had to start answering some questions. He said in verse nine, I am a Hebrew. He replied, I feel the Lord God of heaven who made the sea and dry land. So essentially he said, my God is not like your God. I don't know who you've been praying to, but I pray and to a God, to the God, um, to the Lord of heaven who made the sea and dry land. Now the men were seized with great fear and said to him, how could you do such a thing? They knew that he was fleeing from the Lord because he had told them. He told them he was fleeing from the Lord, but they have a God too. And so I don't know if they didn't put two and two together to realize they were not serving the same God. But he said, I'm fleeing from God and I need to go away. I need to go to Tarshish. So now they know what what he's the problem. So now they're afraid. How could you do this to us? How How do you know? How can you not tell us? You know, God had an assignment on your life. You know, God called you to preach his word. You know, God wanted you to do this, that and the third for him. But you put us in this situation, how dare you? So then they asked, what shall we do with you? That the sea may calm down for us because we know nothing's going to calm down until you get off this boat. You you've got to go. Right? You've got to go. You, because I, it's either our life or yours. And, and you got to go. So then the uh, um here we go in Um, verse 11, they asked, what shall we do with you that the sea may calm down for us? For the sea was growing more and more stormy. The longer he was on that ship, the the more the storm was brewing up and the ship was just going crazy. So you got to get off this ship. So Jonah responds in verse 12, pick me up and hurl me into the sea and, and then the sea will calm down for you. So he knew the answer. He knew he was the problem. For I know that this great storm has come upon you because of me. People of God, you know, when you've caused havoc in somebody else's life, you know, when God has called you to an assignment, but you go, you choose to go contrary to the word of God. You are causing havoc in somebody else's life because God is trying to get your attention. Don't involve anybody else in being disobedient to the things of the Lord. There's disobedience and there is obedience. What is disobedience, Apostle? I'm glad you asked. Disobedience is the opposite of obedience. Obedience means doing that thing which you have been asked to do. Following the instructions. Obedience. Disobedience is not following instructions, not doing the thing that has been um, asked of you to do. Disobedience and obedience. Hear me clearly. You know, when you're walking in disobedience, your life just don't fit right. Nothing is right with you when you're being disobedient. You just don't. Nothing is sitting well. And then you can bring somebody else into your foot, into your, into your disobedience. Right? So when Jonah said, pick me up and hurl me into the sea and the sea will calm down for I know this storm has come. Upon you because of me still the men rode hard to return to dry land, but they could not for the sea grew more and more stormy. They tried everything they could to get back to dry land because they did not want this man of God to be thrown into the sea for the, for them to say they killed this man of God. And so what did they do now that they know that this God is real mighty God. Look at that. They started out praying to one to their God, and ended up praying to Jonah's God, mighty God. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? So in verse 14, then they cried to the Lord. You see, they started out praying to their God, but now they have been converted in the storm. (laughs) Mighty God. Then they cried to the Lord, please, O Lord, do not let us perish for taking this man's life. Do not charge us with shedding innocent blood for you, Lord, have accomplished what you desired. You got our attention and 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 you got his attention, and he knows he's the problem, so he wants us to throw him over, and so we're going to throw him over, but don't count it on his blood on our hand. we're only doing we know we have to do. We had to give him get him back to you so that he can get on course so that he can become in alignment with what you have asked him to do. Don't blame us, Lord. And so what happens? Here we go. Then they picked up Jonah and hurled him into the sea and the sea stopped raging. Seized with great fear of the Lord, the men offered sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. Even out of Jonah's disobedience, the Lord still got um, honor. The Lord still got praise. There was still glory out of Jonah's disobedience the storm immediately stopped so some of you who are living lives that it seems like one thing after the other is coming after you storm after storm after storm look at who's around you somebody just might be around you that's out of order somebody just might be around you that's not in alignment with the lord and they brought their 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 distress to you You might have to just kick them out. You you might have to push some people out of your life just so you can get peace in your life again, because they've come to lean on you and then they're bringing you their baggage. Not so says the Lord. You can run, but you can't hide. So what happened to Jonah? And then we go to, we go to, um, chapter two of Jonah and it just starts out. Listen, but, The Lord sent a great fish to swallow Jonah and he remained in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Now that they have thrown him overboard, now that they may offer to the Lord and, and, and they prayed unto the Lord themselves, now that they know the Lord. Now, Jonah, here he is. He has no other opportunity but to sit and think about what he had been thinking about. Because he had been thinking about, I don't want to give this message to, to these people. I don't want to give them the message of the Lord. I don't want to give them opportunity to, to repent because they are wicked people. They're evil people. Who are you to decide who's evil and wicked? The Lord can, can change anybody. We don't get to tell the Lord who he can um, save and who he cannot. We just have to, we are his mouthpiece and his, and his foot soldiers in the earth. And we have to do what he he is commanding us to do, people of God. So Jonah, now he's sitting still, got nowhere to go. You can run, but you can't hide, buddy. You have to sit three days and what can you do now? But pray. Now you have to pray. And he says in verse two, Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God from the belly of the fish out of my distress, I called to the Lord out of his distress. He called to the Lord because he know he had been disobedient. He said, and he answered me and seeing the Lord answered him. He still, he didn't just lay him just lay in there and, and, and not respond to him and not answer him because he wanted him to, to make things right because he still had an assignment to do. You might delay your assignment, but your assignment is still your assignment. You can run, but you can't hide. The Lord will find you out. You can run people. You're supposed to be preaching, but you're running, doing everything else, but the word of God, you're supposed to be praying over people, but you're doing everything else. but praying. You're going to the clubs instead of going to church. You're, you're going this place. You're going that place. You're doing everything you think you're big and bad enough to do, except for what the Lord has called you to do. My God. But Jonah, Jonah, now he's falling in line. He's repenting. He's asking. He's praying and asking God to forgive him. Uh uh because he wants to be made right with him. Lord, now basically I'll do what you want me to do, Lord. Because I ran and I can't hide. You you found me. You found me in the, 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 the sea, and you put me in the belly of this big fish for three days and three nights. Now I'm praying unto you, Lord, to give me another chance to get it right, is what he's essentially saying. Thank you, Lord, for giving me another chance to get this thing right. Thank you, Lord, he's saying. And you see, um, and we're going down to verse 8. When I became faint, I remembered the Lord. My prayer came to you in your holy temple. Those who worship worthless idols abandon their hope for mercy. But I with thankful voice with sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Deliverance is from the Lord. Jonah knew that only the Lord could deliver him. Only the Lord could deliver him. Only the Lord could forgive him and put him on the street back to being obedient, back to do the work he wanted him to do in the beginning. So then the Lord commanded the fish to vomit Jonah upon dry land. And so once he vomited him upon dry land, now he gets to to get back in alignment to do what the Lord wanted him to do from the very beginning. What am I trying to say? People of God, you can run, but you can't hide. If God has an assignment for your life, it's going to come to pass. It's going to be fulfilled. You can delay it, but it's going to come to pass. You can involve other people and they could get hurt, but it's going to come to pass. So unless you ask for forgiveness and ask God for another chance, He will forgive you and put you back on your assignment, back on the street to your assignment. Be obedient to the things the Lord is requiring of you, people of God. You can run, but you can't hide. There is danger in disobedience, not only danger to yourself, but danger to others because you're not involving them in your disobedience. The Lord has need of you today, people of God. Don't be disobedient. There's so many things happening in the earth today. And again, like I said before, we are his foot soldiers. We are his mouthpieces in the earth. And there we have to make sure that you're prayed up. Make sure that you're ready. Make sure you're studying your word and make sure you are in right relationship with him so that he can use you to deliver these words. There's some hard words that's going to have to come. Ah. There's some hard words that's going to have to come to some people and you cannot decide. You cannot be the one to decide that you don't want to do it. You're going to go contrary to the word of God. His word is still going to come to pass. Whether he use you now or whether he take you through a storm, pull you out, set you aside, pull you out again and give you a chance to do it all over again. Once you repent, Ask for forgiveness for not being obedient to his word. That's it. That's all. That is the word of the Lord for today. You can run, but you cannot hide from the things God is calling you to do. You see, because if we go to verse three, I'm sorry, chapter three, really quickly. Going to chapter three, after the Lord spit him out onto dry land, the Lord came to Jonah a second time. See, God will give you chance after chance, especially when you recognize you've erred, and especially when you know you've done wrong. He says in in um chapter 3, verse 2 set out for the great city of Nineveh and announce to it the message that I will give, I will tell you. And you see, he didn't even give him all the word. He didn't give him the word because he didn't want him to have an opportunity again to just change his mind about what he wanted to tell the people. So again, You have a chance again, people, you'll have another opportunity to to get it right. And so what did Jonah do? Jonah set out for Nineveh in accord with the word of the Lord. Now, Nineveh was an awesomely great city. It took three days to walk through it. Isn't that something? He he was in the belly of this fish for three days and three nights. Now he got to come over here and he's got to walk three days through it, spreading the word that the Lord wanted him to spread. And the people got it. And they repented and they were spared. You have a word for people. And if you don't open your mouth and stay on your assignment, people are going to perish. The Lord has need of you. Go spread this word in season, out of season. When you want to do it, when you don't want to do it, when they want to hear it, when they don't want to hear it, you have an obligation to tell what the Lord has told you to say. You said yes to the Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. You said yes. So now that you've said yes, you don't now get to pick and choose what you said yes to. You said yes to it all. You didn't said yes until yes, but you said yes. So use your yes to the glory of God. Do what God has commanded you to do. Do what God has commanded you to do. Why? Because I will say it for the last time. You can run, but you cannot hide. Even in the belly of a fish, God will make a way to have conversation with you. So that you will see what you did to end up in this situation. What did you do to add to your situation? What did you do to have a wilderness experience? What did you do? Did God tell you to ask you to do something, not ask you, tell you to do something, and you chose to go contrary to that? You did that. So now I say to you, people of God, you can run, but you can't hide. Jonah pulled these people into his situation. He didn't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to have people around you, and they don't don't even know why you're around them. And, And there's something different about you. They know it's something different about you. But you're still going to try to hang out and go along just to get along. It's time out for going along just to get along. You have work to do. The Lord has need of you. And one way or the other, by any means necessary, the Lord's word work is going to be fulfilled. His word is going to get out. Whatever the Lord tells you to do, do it to the glory of God. Whatever the Lord, I don't care what it is you cannot think about it. You just have to do it. You can't dissect it. You just have to say it. We, we, we want to ask so many questions, but we don't ask, you don't ask other people questions. People tell you to do something and you just do it. They they say, get up and be at work at eight o'clock. Work from eight to four o'clock. You have a one hour uh, lunch break. You do it. You don't ask any questions. They said, this is your job description, your assignment, and you have to go here. You don't ask questions, but the Lord tells you to do something and you have a thousand questions and then you don't want to go do it. Because you don't want to get your hands dirty or you don't think they deserve it. I ask you for the third time, who do you think you are that you want to pick and choose who the Lord delivers? The Lord gives chance after chance after chance, but for his grace we wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here listening to me and I wouldn't be here giving you this word. The Lord has need, need of you, people of God. So do what he's asked you to do. Do what he has told you to do. Don't ask a whole lot of questions. Ha! Don't be asking a whole lot of questions. Just do it and don't involve people in your plight to be disobedient. Don't involve people in that. I pray that this word has been as I always say practical and beneficial powerful Jonah just four short books and we see um, how he went from disobedience to, to repentance to obedience and and then the, the people had an opportunity um, to repent and, and God spared their life look at that just like that and that too can be our story Your obedience can um, get it done quicker than your disobedience. Obedience yields increase every time the Lord is glorified when you are obedient. You'll save time, you'll save heartache, you'll save destruction, you'll save tragedies if you just Be obedient. Thank you for tuning in to another segment of Prepare to Fly with Apostle Betty J. Christmas. If you wish to contact the Apostle, please call her at 704-607-0079. Or please feel free to email her at btwiminc at gmail.com. This has been a presentation to you coming through the Five-Fold Network. See you soon. And remember, prepare to fly. some of the top brands like Celentino, Stetson, Borsolino, Kangol, and more. Visit Alexander's Hats located in Eastridge Mall, Gastonia, North Carolina. Alexander's Hats, a hat man's dream. Classic, special occasions, or stylish hats. Specializing in restorations, cleaning, and blocking. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. See you soon or call us at 704-215-6553. Use your head and put a hat on it.